Heavy Radio. This is episode 49, almost that big old 5-0 mark. Uh, this is one of your hosts, Eric, along with my buddy, Marco. Marco, how are you doing today, sir? Doing great. Heavy Radio 49. This Hell is yeah. The feeling second fine. stop on the Heavy Radio USA World. <laughs> USA, not USA World, world tour. tour. Not World Just Tour. Just USA first. Yeah, you never know. We might just where, keep it go. We might keep this journey going. I'm down. Then where where are we taking everybody today on the the tour bus? Today, the state of Washington. Washington, going to the northwest, the most and northwest. Most people that like music in general know a lot about Washington, so I figured we'd kind of dig deep and. Uh, see what we could find oh yeah we got to i'm really digging this so uh yeah we'll get we'll jump into that in a little bit and we'll we'll give you the lowdown on washington um first um we want to just cover uh, one piece of news uh for rocker rockers out there you probably have heard of the passing of meatloaf this week um he uh we found heard that news was it friday he had passed away, so um, just wanted to give a shout-out to Meat Loaf and pay our respects. A huge influence in the rock world and the music industry, period, um, but also um, definitely a, f- a fan favorite of a lot of rockers and metalheads out there. Yeah, there's actually, in Des Moines, there's some electronic billboards that have, like, the Meat Loaf fonts on them and a picture of Meat Loaf, uh, someone was a fan and and put him up on the skyline so that's pretty cool that's awesome yeah and he's not only got just so influential so many ties in the music world from like Cher to um the dudes from anthrax and yeah john John five he was his adopted daughter is married to scott ian from anthrax pearl and uh and then Paul Crook from Anthrax, who played on Stomp 442 in Volume 8, uh, The Threat is Real. He would go on to play with Meatloaf and pretty much be his lead guitar player through the most of the rest of his career. Yeah, so definitely far-reaching influence. And everybody that's been putting messages up is you know, talking about what an awesome duty was. And just um, he definitely loved the music for the music. and. Uh, so that's a a big loss um yeah but, and he was part you know. of two huge cult classics in rocky horror picture show and fight club yeah totally and then so, again so i would say three also tenacious d in the pick of destiny where he did a yes. song uh, you know on a track with dio and jack black yeah i mean all the names we've been dropping they don't get much more metal than that um so and that song Hammer Down that you introduced me to a few months ago that I didn't even know existed with Ted Nugent is brutal. Yeah. I, that is new wave of British heavy metal if I've ever heard it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, his voice, I think, is pretty much unlike anyone else's. Definitely stands out uh, in the history of music and will always do so. Uh, definitely cuts and definitely a lot of heavy heavy topics, heavy hitters, I would say definitely fits the criteria for the Heavy Radio Hall of Fame, Rock and Peace, Meatloaf, 
I guess he's had all these little things that happened throughout his life uh, that, that got him stuck with that name. He said yeah. that it's in one interview, he said it started when he was born, he was bright red and stayed that way for days. His father said he looked like nine pounds of ground Chuck and he convinced the hospital <laughs> staff to put the name meat on his crib. And I guess he was playing football in high school and gained weight. So they, they just kept, the name stuck so meatloaf uh and then it never really went away i guess yeah and it's iconic at this point um so yeah rock and peace sir um so one definitely give a shout out there um yeah but with uh the pivot here the impossible pivot as they say um let's roll into our u.s tour getting in the bus going to the northwest to the great state of washington um yeah so kicking ass here um marco what are i i checked out some venues that if i want to give a shout out um but want to give you uh first dibs on the tour uh, if you want yeah to. some things i want to get into like there's we won't even spend time on like the household name bands but even for metal, I mean, Nevermore, Sanctuary, Metal Church, Queen Shrike. Um, I actually didn't know how much that Alice in Chains had actually played shows as their previous incarnation, Diamond Lie. Did you know much about that? Uh-uh. Just, yeah, it's maybe some liner notes in an interview. That's yeah, it. the footage I saw had Lane Staley looking like Boy George or something, but the music was Slammed ripping. Up. It was like um, I think some of those songs came out in the music bank, like Social Parasite, I know was one, but it was like, uh, they were pretty much right up there pushing the boundaries of that uh, sort of heavy sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can hear that Guns N' roses influence in those B-sides that are in music bank for sure. That makes sense. But yeah, there's definitely footage exists early on of them in Washington playing shows as, as Diamond Lie that's well well worth digging into. Oh yeah. Awesome. I uh, uh while researching the great state of Washington, um I admittedly I have not been able to get up there yet, the Seattle area. Definitely would like to, and um checking out some of these venues uh, made me actually want to visit there even more um first one i found is pretty goddamn metal is the kraken bar and lounge um so i know they have shows there heavy hitting bands and it's actually a pirate themed uh venue so they're still keeping it rocking so if you're out there in the seattle area definitely give them some love um looks like they have a really fun community there so that one kicked ass um Next up, I saw El Corazon, also in Seattle. This one looks badass. Um, looks like they have some really killer bands come through. I saw um, one review. They said they saw Ginger there, so that'd be pretty badass mm. um, in a venue that size. So definitely give the El Corazon some love. It looks pretty badass. Looks like they have a cool crew and a bar. and Looks like you can get into some fun up there. And then the – oh, go ahead. Oh, on a sidebar, did you see yeah. Slipknot's going on tour with Ginger and then also with Cypress Hill? No, 
crazy. <laughs> I think it the works, first uh, part works. of the tour, I think, is Ginger, and then and maybe I can't recall who else, but then the second half is with Cypress Hill. Damn, that sounds pretty. That's brutal. like some Anthrax, Public Enemy vibes, right? There. Yeah, yeah, like modernized. Yeah, that's rad. That'd be fun. But yeah, back to Washington. That just uh, reminded me that I saw. Yeah. That. No, I like it. I like the back and forth. Uh, then the last one I had was the Speckled Drake, um, also in Seattle. And this one is looks like a cool neighborhood bar. Um, I don't think they have as many. I don't think I caught live shows from what I found, but they do have um, something badass, which they call Metal Mondays, where they just play a ton of badass metal. They had artwork and everything for it. And uh, they cover like all styles. They had all the names, like the different subgenres in the artwork I saw, like uh, death, thrash, speed, folk, all those. And um, so I thought that was cool that every week they just have the neighborhood come over, have some beverages and rock out to some badass metal. So you don't get to see that at every single bar playing just cool ass B-sides and deep cuts. So um, definitely respect out to them for keeping the metal torch alive out there in the seattle area yeah and um i guess there's a venue that i don't think is active any longer it's like a i think it was a grocery store and then it turned into an arcade and a venue um it sounds right it was called the end zone a short-lived club in kirkland and um yeah, it just sounds like a, there's a, a lot of crazy heavy metal tales in a short period of time to go uh, dig <laughs> into too cool. there while you're playing, you know, Donkey Kong. It was too cool to, to make it. Some things are like that. It was too special. We couldn't have it for very long. And then uh, another right one I found was 1981. Death Leopard playing at the Moore Theater in Seattle on Halloween. Um, and then they kind of hung around in Seattle and wound up hanging it out at this place called the End Zone in Kirkland. Oh, so that's um, the time period we were in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah. See you hanging out with Def Leopard playing Pac Man. I like this. I'm yeah, setting a, a, a scene in my Death head. Def Leppard pulled up and the door goes up, smoke comes out, and Def Leppard yeah. strolls in. Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. High and dry. Exactly. Badass. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, yeah, I pretty much dug into pretty much most of the, I think, if not all the bands that I found, I had, had not really ever listened to much or, or barely heard much of so i found yeah. a lot of awesome stuff from the area cool. and um yeah we can get into it and let the music do the talking i do yeah for sure agreed and i want just one thing got to pay them bills so i'm gonna i'm gonna read this little ad here this little copy it's a short one but i want to make sure that mr reeves got his money um, this is for Dogstar Bass Wax by Keanu Reeves. Uh, when he isn't busy being John Wick, Neo, or Ted, Keanu Reeves is rocking that bass. And when it's time to shine, he only uses Dogstar Bass Wax. 
Simply apply to your base, let sit, and then let rip. You'll be pre presenting the effects of rock and roll to a future council with ease. So I think that's in reference to the movie motion picture Bill and Ted. I think that's uh, when the they um, went into the council. Yeah, awesome. I'd buy, I'd buy that. Yeah, I mean, hell, I've seen. I've I think seen that's the dude from good. from River's Edge. I don't I don't know whatever happened to him after that movie, right. but but that movie was pretty cool. It's a hell of a movie. A lot of good one liners there. A, lot, a great soundtrack. Yeah, good movie. Find it in your local <laughs> video warehouse. Yeah, and then he like he just picked up the bass and just kind of went off into obscurity after that. I don't, I don't really know what he's up to. Dog star. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, we got that red. So yes, now we can continue to the great state of Washington and all the rock and roll they have brought us. Um, I'll uh, I'll let you roll first. What's your first uh, pick here for first the state? Pick for the heavy radio forty nine playlist is culprit the track is tears of repentance and this metal. uh this is from the album guilty as charged they are they were formed in seattle in 1981 and uh this uh this came out on shrapnel records in 1983 and it is definitely i would say just some really raw sounding in the vein of like the most in your face early iron maiden sort of stuff okay um definitely worth digging into it's culprit with tears of repentance awesome yes yeah, i like this this tour man i find some stuff that i wouldn't have found otherwise that's cool yeah and i mean it really puts into perspective you know how things go it's not necessarily the most creative or the most uh, talented bands that like you, you hear about and sell a lot of records because the industry, unfortunately, doesn't really work like that. Yeah. <laughs> so there's these bands that put out a lot of killer music that, you know, even lifelong metalheads might not know about unless you were there back in the day. So definitely worth, exactly. worth digging through. Yeah, we're fine. It's all part of the theme of keeping hold the flame and giving some respect and love to these uh, fellow metalheads. My uh, my first pick is actually a big band, but I knew this was the only time I was going to be able to sneak them on our uh, playlist. That's the Heavy Radio playlist number three currently um, being added to on Spotify. Um, so this is the band Heart, which I know you have all heard of. But this song is called If Looks Could Kill. And... It's probably their hands-down most metal song. Um, it's from the 80s days, so it's got the synthesizer and guitar squeals and everything, but it's super catchy, and it's definitely metal, and I would love it if a modern band did a cover of it sometime. So check out Heart If Looks Could Kill from 85. Nice, and I didn't even realize, is that where Heart formed in, in Washington? Yeah, yep, Seattle, I think, actually... That was how they got connected with the Alice in Chains crew because I think they were all tight. And they, um, one of the, I think it was Nancy Wilson, Razan, sang on the SAP EP, the Alice in Chains SAP EP. Um, yeah. And yeah. then I think after Lane passed, when they did some shows with, or at least some performances with other 
vocalist. She was one of them, mm-hmm. if I remember right. Yeah, definitely. They're definitely part of like the family up there. So um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess it was 1967 in Seattle, Washington. Yeah, way back as before. There was any hint of grunge, way before. But yeah, kick-ass bands. Definitely check them out. Or check this song out. Yeah, you, in case you haven't you might know. Yeah, you might know the band. <laughs> Hell yeah. My next track is... You, you probably... Uh, there's a good chance you've heard of this one if you like thrash metal. But, but um, I had not cranked them in some time. The track is... It's forced entry with unrest they find being the track. From the album Uncertain Future, which is the debut album from Forced Entry, it came out in 1989 on Combat Records, and it definitely good label, good I would label. say 489. It was definitely pushing the boundaries of thrash. Like there's some speed metal, a little punky, a little progressive. Like it's uh, definitely uh, you know gives people. Uh, that you might have heard more from the threshold to run for their money. It's uh, uh, they got a, a number of cool albums that are worth checking out. And um, forced entry also had guitarist Brad hole at one point who kind of weaved in and out of, uh, I think he was in sanctuary um, for a period sense. of time. But yeah, they definitely um, had peers with with Metal Church and Coven and Sanctuary. Um, and this song rips, definitely crank it. Uh, it's forced entry with unrest they find from Uncertain Future. Awesome. And yeah, to, uh, to go off what we were saying about Lifelong Metalhead, some of these bands, I had never heard of this one. This is the band called Bitter End. And this song is called Just Say Yes. And this is from their uh, 1990 record. And uh, yeah, this, I get the best I can describe it. This is just like straight up late 80s, specifically thrash metal, like thrash with a period. Like it's hey, like it's chromatic riffs. It's real like skanky riffs that you can like mosh to and almost like that spoken word type vocals and parts. So the best I could like it definitely made me think of like uh green jelly right away um so that kind of vibe like that very like fun just straight up pure like thrash like blue sky thrash i guess if i could coin a term so um i know you metalheads out there know what i'm talking about it's just like that that very sweet spot of the late 80s where thrash was just still rolling and climbing up before the grunge movement hit and it just was really getting a lot of players who were really just experimenting in that zone and just having fun kind of like edging up with groove metal and that whole vibe so um and now it kind of just was that sweet spot there the last end of the 80s or very beginning of the 90s where that was being made so this song is great though i'm definitely going to check out more bitter end and the song is called just say yes and it's from 1990 great great stuff i don't know how i've ever missed this band but um not from here on out so check them out Fuck yeah. Uh, my next track coming in hot is TKO with Give Into the Night. 
and they were most active between 1977 and 1986. This track was from their In Your Face album. And TKO was, let's see, they were, um, I guess, the a founding member got his start in this band called Z Wiz Kids, which was sort of like a glam rock band that opened the Seattle show for the New York Dolls in 1974. But um, so he kind of came in and out of uh, contact with like Hart and some of those early bands from Washington. They wound up actually playing with, you know, bands like Metal Church, Queen Shrike, um, they toured on the In Your Face album with Ronnie James Dio and Robin Trower. So badass kind of heavy blues player. And then Dio um, got to open up some shows for him. And I would say this definitely makes sense when you listen to the track and crank yeah. it. It's uh, uh, some badass stuff for sure. It's T TKO with Give Into the Nights. It sounds familiar, but I can't. Yeah. I think I that I've probably crossed paths with it a little bit. I've never found a physical copy to date. Oh, yeah, surely. Not. I definitely yeah. feel like some late night um, listening to stuff on YouTube. I've came across it before. On the rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Ass. Cool. My, uh, my final pick from the great state of Washington. Uh, I heard a lot of, I saw a lot of reviews of this band and write ups saying it's one of the, one of the unsung thrash heroes from the area. Um, this is the accused that has an umlaut over it. Uh, the accused and this song is called mechanized death. Um, this is one of their album closers. And yeah, I actually found out they're like started as or were a Christian thrash band. I wonder if you even noticed from the, <laughs> the titles of the subject matter it's still as brutal as thrash could be um but yeah i would have to agree that this is just this is a really kick-ass thrash band and i don't know how i missed them over the years um so i'm def i'm sure the the crew out there in washington the metalheads out there i'm sure you guys um have heard of them but i had not crossed paths with the accused and yeah great stuff uh, multiple albums on through the 80s um looks like yeah similar story as they just as they were climbing they didn't quite fully break and then obviously when the grunge movement swept into seattle that you know the progress stopped there for a lot of those thrash bands in that area so um definitely glad to be giving them a deserved shout out and 100 percent gonna dig through the accused library as well so definitely check them out there metal heads the song i'm putting up on the list is mechanized death but they had a ton of other kick-ass songs just straight up I could hear from the riffage. So definitely going to dive deep into their catalog. Oh, yeah. And I did some rule breaking because it was too hard for me to pick uh, oh, between shit. the tracks I had left. But there's definitely lots of great new music in the area. But I figured most of you had probably heard of uh, the new songs I was throwing around. So I have... Uh, an additional uh, classic track from from the Washington area. This is <clears throat> Hair, Hair Apparent, Tear Down the Walls from 1986 from the album Graceful Inheritance. I see. 
And this is, let's see, this was on a French record label and it was actually the first, it wound up being the first CD released by an independent label in Europe. So that's the time hmm. period we are uh, working with here. Yeah. And, um, I would say definitely heavy and progressive power metal, all kind of fit from what I've dug into. Uh, they were formed in Seattle and heir apparent, uh, just really kick ass next level heavy metal. They were definitely pushing boundaries at the time. Um, they got to open um, in a large arena for David Lee Roth. So that'd be a pretty interesting combination. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just uh, seems like they've been one of those bands that still try to be active whenever, whenever they can. So definitely a, some cool stuff to dig into. They wound up putting out an album as recently as 2018, The View From Below. So definitely crank it. It's air apparent. And the track is tear down the walls from graceful inheritance. Kick ass. Yeah, we're finding all sorts of good stuff. So yeah, I'm digging this this tour out out to you uh, folks out in Washington. This has been a fun stop. I uh I got a couple new tracks here. Um, I'll start out with the first one. Uh, we're moving out of the Washington area now. This is just metal at large again. Um, this song or this band is called Battle Beast, and the song is Wings of Light. Uh, they're a really talented band. I um, I believe I brought them up before. I, I and uh, but it's like power metal, almost dance metal, kind of run into that zone. They're really talented the riffs are great production's great the singer's amazing and they're really charismatic um and kick-ass artwork as well uh but they every time they release something new i always go check it out i don't listen to a ton of music in uh this space uh, but they what they do they do it really well and um so i definitely like them a lot so props out to battle beast and this new song is wings of light hell yeah and by by chance i do have a new a fairly new fairly new song from look at this guy seattle washington definitely new in comparison to the other tracks from a few <laughs> years back it's the band skeletor with cyber samurai oh and shit this is some badass stuff i definitely I like it think already. there is some um, some taking on the persona of um, of Skeletor in the vocals. I think there's a little uh, Skeletor-like inflection going on from time to time, but it's, respect, it's respect. badass, just full balls to the wall. Uh, seems like Iron Maiden loving heavy metal uh, from Seattle, Washington. And as far as I know, they're still going. I hope they are and uh crank it support them it's skeletor this is this track is badass check it out it's called cyber samurai no it's a that's a rad ass name it's rad as fuck and i will on the heavy radio playlist number three uh my uh final new track for this week is from a band called violence and this song is called flesh from bone um if you like thrash if you like speed metal you're going to like this. Enough said. 
um, to check out violence with flesh from bone, just uh, ripping from start to finish. Um, that's a no brainer pick from me. So go check them out. Oh, yeah. And See, the, I lost count. Yeah, Pacific. More, no, that that was. Uh, that was everybody okay. closing out the tracks, but the Pacific Northwest does not disappoint with with no. amazing heavy metal. Yeah, I mean, from the the bands that are coming out of the scene and the the bars that are still rocking here in 2022, keeping hold of the metal flame, having metal bands come and play. Um, new bands, touring bands, and playing the old school stuff. Uh, just a lot of metal history in Washington, more than this lifelong metalhead even knew. So yeah, um, and if you just think about, I mean, Dave Grohl, Lane Staley, Cats and Pearl Jam, uh, World Dane, Jeff Tate, Jerry Cantrell, Chris Cornell. Like what the fuck? Yeah, a ton it's of a lot came out of, of the room. people from one state oh yeah I, yeah you said chris cornell but yeah all the sound garden dudes that's yeah the the talent's immense from that area and uh for metal and thrash so like to uh, me uh world dane is one of my tops of all time and uh just yeah just to think about at some point all those dudes the ones you know in the same decades were were sharing stages and rocking out together it's pretty epic yeah they had to have all ran to each other like 7-elevens to the venues and shit and bars they had no way they didn't see each other so yeah a, a day in the life man a day in the life especially alice and chains i always knew there was that that metal root lurking from, mm -hmm. from i almost you know if, if it wasn't for a record label push i don't even know if i would have put the label grunge on it it's just heavy badass music yeah i think they took the roots of like sabbath and that and took it to their whole other thing they took that like dark bogginess and was like took it to a whole different level so 100 percent, i'd say been, the metal roots been a great stop in washington Has. on the heavy radio tour if there's something that came to your mind from that area that we missed definitely let us know and we'll uh we'll bring it up bring a throwback to this tour stop on a future show for sure for sure yeah it's been awesome shout out to washington rock on heavy radio 49 the metal train rolls on over crushed skulls throughout the u.s tour and uh we'll see where we are next you'll find out